Good morning, everyone. Today is the 11th day of the month of Cheshven, and we are going to conclude today the pistol number 26 of the Tanya, lengthy exposition explaining how the complicated statement of the Zohar that uh, the part of the Torah is uh, from the tree of knowledge, good and evil, permissions and prohibitions, parts of the Torah comes from the tree of knowledge with a mixture of good and evil, and he's explained so far that really Torah is all from the tree of life, it's all pure and holy. But part of the Torah, of permissions, prohibitions, and those, those parts of the Torah, descends into Klipas Noga, into the Klipot, and by learning and extracting the law, and delving into it, and really working hard to learn and understand the Torah, innovating in, in, in understanding the reason behind it, or clarifying a Jewish law, you're extracting the Torah from the concealment of the Klipas Noga, and, uh, and uh, elevating that uh, those sparks and that can only be done by a Jew in the physical body not by the souls not by angels and that's why uh, the angels and the souls come to listen to the Torah that we study down here and it's an obligation for every single Jew to innovate in Torah to elevate the Torah understand it deeper Torah and bring out novel concepts in the Torah that every Jewish soul has certain concepts that they're supposed to teach and they're supposed to innovate in the Torah today's lesson um, the Alter Rebbe concludes this idea and says that basically this only as long as good and evil are entangled and the divine presence basically is disguised in klipa, that's when we did the delve into the part of the Torah that deals with permissions, prohibitions, right and wrong. But when redemption will come, Mashiach will come, it would all be pure and entirely a godly pursuit. The Torah will be more uh, not about the figuring out the, in the darkness of what the meaning of the law is, but or how what is the law, but it will be a much high, higher level, basically. And that will be when the, uh, the Shekhinah is redeemed from the klipa. And there'll be no more klipot. Um, and that's what he explains. But when the Shekhinah will emerge from the klipot noga, or from the klipot, after the extraction of the sparks will be completed, and the evil of the klipot will be separated from the good of the holiness, and all the workers of evil will, will be dispersed, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which is of klipot noga, and which prevails during the time of exile, will no longer be dominant because the good will have been departed from it. So Klipat Noga basically is influential only by virtue of its minimal component of good. As soon as this is extracted, Klipat Noga will have no dominion whatsoever. Then people will engage in the study of Torah and the observance of the commandments, not in order to extract the sparks as in the present, but in order to bring about the consummation, Yechudim, unions, or marriages of Sfirot, more sublime than those which are affected through our present Torah study, in order to call forth from the sublime lights transcending Atzilut. This is explained in the writing of Rabbi Yitzchak Lur of Blessed Memory. Everything will be accomplished by means of the Pinimiut of Torah, the esoteric dimension of the Torah, by the performance of the commandments with lofty mystical de- de- devotions directed to drawing down sublime lights from the divine luminary. For the root of the commandments is exceedingly high in the Blessed Ain Sof, at a level loftier than Atzilut. As for the statements of our sages of Blessed Memory, that the commandments will be of abrogated in the future. It says in the Gemara Nida that when Mashiach will come there will no longer be mitzvahs. This refers to, and now we're saying they're going to be done, but in a more sublime way. So how, it's a contradiction. The answer is that the Altarab explains that this refers, yeah, the concept that the temple, that the mitzvahs will become nullified refers to the era of the resurrection of the dead, which is later on after Mashiach comes. In the days of the Messiah, however, before the resurrection of the dead, they will not be abrogated. In other words, at that time, the observance of the mitzvot will draw down to this world even higher levels of godliness than those drawn down by the current observance of mitzvot. This is why the Torah uh, 
a Torah study will then be mainly directed to the primate, the innermost of mystical depths of the commandments and their hidden reasons. The revealed aspects of the Torah however, will be manifest and known to every Jew by an innate and unforgotten knowledge. Review will thus be unnecessary. Only the mixed multitudes and the non-Jews will have to toil in these aspects of the Torah because they will not have merited to taste from the tree of, not, of life. In other words, the primate of the Torah uh, and of the commandments, the internal part of the Torah, the mystical parts of the Torah. They will therefore need to engage in Torah, in Mishnah, in order to weaken by their occupation with Torah, the power of the Sitrachah, the other side that cleaves to them. <clears throat> so that it will not dominate them and then cause them to sin. Thus it is written, and the sinner at the age of 100 will be cursed. That's from the verse in Isaiah. This refers to the sinners of the mixed multitude, thus even when the Mashiach arrives, there will still be sinners among the mixed multitudes, since the Sitrachla cleaves to them. They will therefore require means by which to weaken it, so they, they will not sin. Nor will they need only the revealed aspects of the Torah in order to repel the Sitrachla. Um, in addition... On the practical level, they will need the detailed rulings of prohibition and impurity more than the Jews. For the latter, nothing will occur that is ritually unfit and pure or forbidden, since there shall be shall no be no be, not befall any sin to the righteous. There's a concept that a righteous person, as it says in Proverbs, doesn't sin even by mistake. And they are Mashiach. All Jews will be on the level of righteous. Since every Jew will be on the level of a tzaddik, they won't have to be worried about when the slaughtering animal that some mistake will happen because nothing happens to a tzaddik. No mistakes. But these other people, the Erevrav, the mixed multitudes, they will have to learn the laws and make sure that they are careful not to make a mistake. It's also possible. So therefore, uh, the Jewish people will not be needed to delve into the permissions for omissions like the mixed multitudes will. It is also possible and indeed probable that the Jewish people will know all the fundamentals of the revealed plane of the Torah from the internal part, the primate of the Torah. As was the case with our father Abraham, peace be upon him. The Gemara relates, the Gemara Yuma, that Abraham fulfilled the entire Torah even before it was given at Sinai. Now, there are passages of the commandments which he could not possibly have related on a physical level. Inscribed on the tiny parchment scrolls within film, for example, are biblical passages which record the exodus from Egypt, a land to which his descendant had not yet been exiled. The mode of Abraham's performance of these commandments was thus spiritual and esoteric. As Al-Tareb explains in Torah, Aaron, look at the Torah, Abraham thus knew all the revealed aspects of the Torah from its esoteric core. In the time to come, all Jews will know the Torah in a similar manner. Then, so, so actually, they, which means the Jewish people will therefore, and the times of Mashiach, will therefore not need to occupy themselves with them, with the laws defining what is permitted, what prohibited, pure, impure, etc. at all. At the time of the, of the second temple, by contrast, although the scholars did not derive their sustenance from the illiterate, for that their own fields and vineyards, they needed to be involved in these laws, and not only for their practical application, but because this is the main purpose of divine service, to weaken the power of the Sitra Akhra, to elevate the sparks of holiness by means of Torah study and worship, as is explained elsewhere. May we have the conclusion of this whole process very soon. After the above words of Torah, it will be possible to clearly understand the earlier quoted passage from Rai which spoke of the tree of good and evil, in other words, prohibition and permission, meaning Klipat Noga, which is the mainstay of this world, as is written in Eitz Chaim. At the moment, until Mashiach arrives, the dominant influence in this material world is Klipat Noga, tree of knowledge of good and evil. After his arrival, however, this dominion will, see, will cease, and man's divine service will be directed not to extracting the sparks of holiness hidden in the material world, but to bringing about, about 
about either, uh, ever higher supernal unions as explained above, this will suffice for the discerning. So the bottom line is, in the Messianic times, before the era of the resurrection of the dead, we will also need to fulfill the commandments, then we will no longer elevate the matter, the matter we will rather enhance the spirit. May come speedily now. Amen.